Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. It is so wonderful to be here, especially this rainy day. You know, our Creator sent us everything that, you, that we need in this earth. So, it's a wonderful day. Thank you for coming. The family that prays together stays together. But before my lesson... Let me take a few moments to thank you so much for coming yesterday here to celebrate our uh, fourth festival of the Americas in a row. We had uh, good food. We had a uh, good fellowship. We had uh, good dresses and pretty faces. I mean, we have everything. Thanks for coming. And on behalf of the uh, Hispanic brothers and sisters who uh, were working so hard, you know, cooking that wonderful food, I want to thank you so much for making this possible. And thank you for what you do. So, talking about the festival, uh, Amy Marcus took a lot of pictures yesterday, and she posted on EV uh, social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram. If you want to go through those pictures, you're welcome. I mean, there are several pictures of the uh, Festival of the Americas from yesterday. So talking about, yeah, about that, um, why do we do these activities? Well... Some have thought that uh, because Hispanic have black hair, eat uh, frijoles, rice, and tortillas, um, speak Spanish. Some of them uh, may think that uh, we're all Mexicans, but that is not the truth. Although we are Hispanics, we come from different backgrounds, different cultures and traditions, and although we speak the same language, brown eyes and brown skin, we're very different. We're very different. And that's exactly what this brainer wants to make known to our community. We have approximately about 12 to 14 different countries represented in this wonderful congregation. So that is why we humbly say that this brainer is a multicultural multiracial, a multi-ethnic church. Thanks to all, to all of you who make this beautiful ministry possible. Thank you. I'm, I'm still full from yesterday. All those who came yesterday, you know, we, we really had plenty of food. So, but thank you, thank you very much. Um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to know that uh, his brainer is full of activities. I mean, you name it. And before our lesson, let us go to God in prayer. Bow with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, 
We come before you this morning knowing that you are the only God. Knowing, Father, that you are our everlasting God. You are God Almighty. Thank you, Father. Thank you to be our creator. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful rain. Thank you for the flowers, for trees, for birds. I mean, thank you, Father. We're so blessed to be called your people. Just bless this congregation this morning. And bless every word that come out of my mouth this morning. And let your Holy Spirit move freely among us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I want you to open your Bible and, and, and put a little mark on 1 Samuel chapter uh, 1, beginning in verse 11. We're going to get there in a little bit. So just keep your uh, Bible open, if you will. This verse in 1 Samuel may not appear in the uh, uh, screen. That's why I want you to keep your Bible open. I know East Brainer is a praying congregation. I know that. And I know that many, many folks here love to pray. And thank you for doing that. I also want you to know that every Saturday morning, beginning from 6, 6.30 in the morning every Saturday, a group of uh, faithful Hispanics come here to pray. And we have been doing this for over four years without ceasing. We know that prayer is one of the most powerful tools that we have. And that's why I want to take a moment to encourage you to keep praying. We live in a, fall, in a falling world. We live in a world that is falling apart. So that's why we need to continue, continuously pray to our God. But not only ourselves. I love when families gather together to pray. Because brothers, those families to pray together stays together. When Paul wrote the letter to the church in Ephesus. I love chapter 6. And I want to remind you that when Paul wrote this letter, he was in prison. But in chapter 6, beginning in verse 10, 
he begins to talk about to put on the armor of God. And he talks about those powerful spiritual uh, uh, weapons that we have to fight against our enemies. But in chapter 16, I love, I love this. And I love this version. In chapter 6 and verse 16, Paul says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Oh man, I love it. And then he keeps saying, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Every time I talk about prayer, I always like to bring up this verse because that means so much to me and to all of us. As Christians, brothers and sisters, we all long to make necessary changes in our lives so we'll become more like Jesus. And we're also concerned about the spiritual growth of fellow believers, especially our our loved ones. But let me tell you this. Transformation doesn't come about about trying harder or putting Bible verses on sticky notes in hopes that family members will read them and shape up. No. The most powerful resource we have is prayer. And Paul has given us a part in that is Christ-centered and specific. Too often, brothers, too often, believers pray without giving much thought to what God wants to do in a person's life. How much more effective our prayers will be if we pray according to God's will by using his word as our source for request. Let me tell you, brothers, praying is nothing other than talking to God. That's all. That's all. Praying is having an audience with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You don't have to be smart to come and be before God and pray to I mean, no. That's why Paul is saying, praying always with all praise and supplication in the Spirit. Being with the Father often through prayers help us to grow each day and be more like him. I got some questions for you this morning. 
It is there daily prayers in your family? Don't answer me. Because sometimes, and I know this happens often, sometimes we pray, you know, when we eat, when we sit at the table, when we go to bed at night, and that's, that's okay. But let me tell you this. When we pray to our Lord with the Spirit, with all supplication, that, I mean, that's different, brothers. That's different. We, we sometimes, we, we need to have a better relationship with God. And I want to encourage you. Every time you have the opportunity to gather together with your family, just hold hands, wrap them around, and pray together. How wonderful it is When we hold our spouse's hand and pray with the Spirit. Every Saturday morning, when it's still dark, we gather here. We begin to pray. And we pour out our souls to the Lord. And let me tell you, we pray for all of you. Because I, I know that we all need prayers. One of the most wonderful things that it happens to me in my life It's when, when people approach us to me and say, Marco, I am praying for you. Isn't that wonderful? And sometimes I say, oh, brother or sister, you made my day today. I need your prayers. I need them. So I really do. And I think we all need to pray for each other. But it's, a, it, it's so wonderful. So is there a daily prayer in your family? How often does your family pray together? How often? You know, in, in 1 Samuel, this is one of the, uh, for me, one of the most beautiful prayers in the Bible. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 11 through 15. The Bible says, And she made a vow saying, this was Anna, 
Hannah praying for her son. She said, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me, and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. And no razor will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Anna was praying in her heart. And her lips were moving, but her voice was not here. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. And this is, this is what really, really loved me. Verse 15. Not so, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was putting out my soul to the Lord. That is what I mean, brothers and sisters. When we pray, when we really pray to the Lord with supplications. I always told my brothers and sisters that praying with supplications is not the same when you go to bed and say, thank you God for this day. Or when you sit on the table and you say, thank you God for this food. It's not the same. It's not the same when some of our family or our, my child or my, or my mother or my father or whoever has been sick or is hospitalized or, or has some kind of trouble. It's not the same because when those things happen, you really pray with supplications. I remember long time ago and I... Many of you know this. But my mother and my, and my wife used to come to the hospital every single day when I was sick. And they didn't care about what people thought. They just bend it on their knee and pray and pray and pray. I like to pray aloud when I go to the hospital and pray for sick people. You know why? Because I like the people know that our confidence is in our God. That He is so mighty that he is so powerful and I, and, and I want the people know that and I enjoy always when I go to those places and see people pray brother we need to pray more often we need to pray with our families and I encourage you to do so 
like I told you before, we live in a world that is falling apart. We need to pray continuously. And according to Paul, prayer must be continual, varied, persistent, and intercessory. Again, it is so wonderful when people say, brother or sister, I am praying for you. We really, really need those kind of words. Praying is a blessing that many families overlook and live without. Communication with God can be powerful too in the happiness and strength of our home. When family takes time to praise and petition God, the benefits are many. They can receive many benefits through prayer, tired, and frustrated parents receive strength, wisdom, and encouragement. In my life, I have so many, many, many stories. You won't believe it. But one of my favorite was when I was working for Health Talents International. There is still a doctor working for Health Talents. His name is uh, Walter Sierra. Brother Walter, great, great doctor and great man of God. One day we went to visit a sick lady. She was about 82 years old. She had cancer for many, many, many years. But what, one thing about, I, I like about Dr. Walter was this. Before he start looking his patients, he always said, let us pray, because God is going to heal you. And one day, we went the, to the home with this lady, and uh, Dr. As, uh, Walter asked her to pray, and she said, I don't know how to pray. And we were shocked. I don't know how to pray. And, and Dr. Walter asked her, how long have you been a Christian? And she, and she said, many, many years. And we thought, hey, you don't know how to pray? Well, let me tell you this, brothers. Remember the disciples in Luke chapter 11? You remember that chapter? Even the disciples asked the Lord how to pray. They said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And I'm concerned because really some people, they lack a prayer. So that's why I want to, I want to encourage you today. And there is nothing more edifying for, 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 for men and for all the people that we come before the throne of God and pray. 
Some of you know that um, I have been through so many, many difficult times, but prayer showed that we depend on God and that He deserves a special place in our hearts. Talking to God strengthens the loving uh, relationship of commitment between husband and wife and parents and children. When family members pray to each other, they value each other more. Prayer also teaches family to look beyond their own lives to discover the needs of others. Brothers, look for opportunities to pray with your family. Like I said, mealtime is a perfect occasion to show gratitude. Encourage your children to take turns praying at the table. In the same way, bedtime is a wonderful opportunity to pray. And they should not be concluded without talking to God. I want to repeat this. Prayer. And they not be concluded without talking to God. I want you to remember this. So, do not overlook other obvious times such as when family members separate in the morning to do their activities. When there is illness or pain, when important family decision must be made. At the beginning of a trip, and on birthday celebrations or anniversaries, I mean, you name it. Use your imagination. What good opportunities to pray is being overlooked. Never worry so much that you do not have time of prayer. Prayer, brothers, is an action that is learned. There is nothing wrong with teaching our children how to ride a bicycle, kick the ball, swim or drive. But let's make sure to teach them how to pray. Long time ago, my, uh, my wife's uh, parents, they have a small farm in Guatemala. And one day we went to see them. Kenny was, Kenny was a, small, a small boy, but maybe four or five years old. And we were gathered on the table. We let him pray. And this is what he said. And I, I, I remember like it was yesterday. This is what he said. He said, Father, bless the hands of my grandfather. Bless also the pigs, the cows, and the horses. But we also ask that fleas and ticks do not bite us. <laughs> Let me tell you, brothers, sometimes we don't pray for those things. We don't. But the Bible teaches us to pray in all circumstances. So the Apostle Paul reminded, uh, reminded us 
He said, may God will supply everything you lack according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I want to close, brothers. This short message with a prayer. And I want you to remind you that when families prays together, stays together. If you will please stand, we're going to say a prayer. Bow with me, please. Beloved Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our everlasting Father. Thank you for holding us into your arms. Thank you for loving us in such a way that you have sent your only son to save us. Thank you, Father, for giving us the privilege of sharing with our family all the blessings that come from you. We pray that our family's ties will be stronger united, but above all, that we will have love for each other. We also pray that we can have a better relationship with you. We know that everything can be possible through you, because for you, Father, nothing is impossible. We put in your hands of love each family representer and this beloved congregation. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk to you through this humble prayer. We ask you everything in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you so much. Thank you. And, and keep praying. Keep praying. Pray for me also. And let's, you know, uh, have fun, and I'm going to let uh, Brother uh, Derek to come here and sing a song for us. Thank you so much. You may be seated.